Mike, Mike knows like so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. This is what the show's about, Nick. The, we're, we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. Hi, everybody. Hey. This whole day can suck a thousand fucking dicks. Yeah, boy. Welcome to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. From Muscatine to the Silver Street. Wait, it's a podcast? From Muscatine, Iowa to your AirPods? Here's Mike. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out to my unpaid announcer, Tony Tone Lokensoul. I'm still in jury duty and will be for another month, which is fucking up my recording schedule, so I had to cancel my panel this week, and hopefully I'll get that figured out for you soon. But, because of the Roe v. Wade decision from last week, I thought it would be a good opportunity to talk to our old pal, Richie Serjenko. He's on the front lines of protests in Los Angeles. He's the arch nemesis of our sheriff. He's an organizer with People City Council. And fun fact, he's the head of Antifa. Prove that he's not. If you're new to the show, if you've never listened before, I get more messages about Richie than almost any other guest. And while I don't think it's legal for me to endorse everything he says on this episode, he's always interesting. So don't do the things that I will get in trouble for if you do. But just have a good time listening to Richie. If you want unedited video of this conversation, if you want to watch the sausage get made, if you want every panel and every video panel that I've had since March of 2020... It's on the show's Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Brido, B-R-I-D-O. There's World Series reviews. There's 51 Chicago Comedy History Project bonus shows. That's the interviews where I wrote my book where it's some interesting developments happening. I posted some sample chapters of that. Again, it's patreon.com forward slash Brido. Oh, and the video of my Norm MacDonald story. That I told uh, Tom Segura in one of the early episodes of the show. It's up to 102,000 views on YouTube. I cannot monetize it until I get to 1,000 subscribers. I didn't know that. So if you have time, subscribe to my YouTube page. YouTube.com forward slash Mike Bridenstine. The spelling is on your thing. But B-R-I-D-E-N-S-T-I-N-E. Thank you so much. Uh, Los Angeles shows every Wednesday. I'm at the Fable in Eagle Rock. Mike Holmes and his wife Stacy are making burgers. They just got listed in Thrillist as having one of the 24 best burgers in Los Angeles. Unranked, but let's just say it's probably number one. Uh, August 11th through the 13th, I will be in Chicago, Illinois for my birthday. I am doing a live hunk with Mike Bridenstine on August 11th. And then the 12th and 13th, I'm recording my second stand-up comedy album with a special thing records. I might even video record it for a special to put on YouTube to monetize. And it's just a sheer moment of levity. I want you to listen to what friend of the show and bona fide hunk Joel Krausar has made for me this week to help 
promote the shows in Chicago. This is amazing. I want you to hear this. face wasn't in the one six attack the hungry wolf is back to howl go to his show you must go you must go don't wait to buy tickets at the door you must go you must go the lincoln lodge is going to score august 11 through the 13th he'll play let the jokes roll on the cubs will be out of it anyway from power moves to hunk brightenstein is all around Chicago comedy, he knows the history about Recording his album at a home base from his past He's finally coming back, back at the lodge at last You must go, you must go to buy tickets at the door. If you're not you standing, you don't have a heart. Let's go. The Lincoln Lodge is going to score. August 11 through the 13th, he'll play. Let the jokes roll on. Who knows? Bat Boy Derek might save the day. Look at that. Oh my God, Joel. That is the best. Oh my God. Okay. If you think you, if you're out there and you think you can top that, I want to hear it. (laughs) And we will get to Richie right after a brief word from our sponsors. What is the best way to handle the streaming wars? Judge all the content against each other. The Buffer Battle Podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content against each other every week to determine the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins. And at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-bars cage match to see who wins the month. Often joined by special guests, including your boy Brido, to help decide the winners, tournament style. These guys have fun making fun of themselves and keep their passions for film and TV alive during this podcast. Tony's a film nerd, Joel is a music geek, and they aren't shy about their opinions. Listen to the Buffer Battle podcast anywhere you download your podcast. 
Hi, this is Dustin with None Taken Podcast, and I have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Hey, this is Alan with None Taken, and I also have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. And you clearly listen to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine, so maybe you'll like our show, too. We post weekly episodes recapping current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives. Give us a listen. You can find us wherever you found Hunk with Mike, or go to our website, nuntakenpod.com. And now back to the world's greatest panel. Fuck yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> These guys fuck. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Those guys fuck. And now, without further ado, here's the head of Antifa, Richie Serjenko. How are you? Thanks for doing this. Yeah, of course. I'm sorry. I uh, The other day, had to cancel on you. Well, you've been busy. You are a busy man. Oh, yeah, I, I am busy, um, but happy happy to talk with you, of course. Yeah, man, I made you. I'm just kidding. You... Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah you came to my, my, first, my first spot, so... Yeah. Yeah, a lot has changed since then. What have you been up to, man? It's been a while. I... I walk down through Grant Grand Park every day, right to the CCB, right where you can see City Hall, and then right where I cross the street there to go to uh, jury duty, I see photos of you getting uh, some sort of riot gun and a choke maneuver against you. Like, what is happening? Yeah. So, yeah, LAPD was um, on one on this last weekend not just them it all was, over the country but the uh police. but also homeland security homeland security were there and it would they it was a look in their eye that i hadn't seen since 2020 oh. like i had about four of those less lethal riot guns like pointed like at my chest or higher um like they were truly like seeking violence with everyone in front of them um but yeah it was just like a fucking protest and then the point where the pictures that you see the officer point the gun at me and then uh put his hand around my throat he uh so basically there was no dispersal order given but lapd was like marching down the street being like leave the area get out of here get out of here well, within their own policies, like they usually don't do that unless they give a dispersal order. So I was fucking like yelling at them as they were coming down the street, like, where's the dispersal order? Like, you, you guys are just saying this, but like, it means nothing to me right now. Like you are, um, we have a First Amendment right to assemble and we don't have to like get off the streets just because like the cops say get out okay so explain this to me i guess and to anybody who doesn't know so you can the dispersal order means what compared to what you're saying so it's not like illegal or legal with the dispersal order but it's lapd policy to give a dispersal order and then give people like five minutes to leave and then if you don't want to get arrested you should leave the area if you're still in the area, you are subject to arrest. That okay. doesn't mean you you will be arrested. You're, it's possible that you could get arrested. But they hadn't give, given that order yet. So a bunch of people were just out in the streets still. 
and LAPD was like, leave the area, leave the area. And, um, and so I was just fucking yelling at them. And then they, they had to retreat and they fucking left because there was no dispersal order. And you can't just fucking march down the street like an occupying army uh, to fucking tell people to leave. When you have videos where the guy's like, leave, and you're like, you leave, is that <laughs> that is filed under the dispersal order rule? Like, what are the rules on that? Like, if a cop is like, just in a situation like this, first of all, like, if a cop is like, leave, and they have not given a dispersal order, you can be like, SMD, you leave. Yeah. Yeah, fuck off, man. Like... <laughs> What, what is, so then he would have to be like, well, what, what am I doing right now? That's wrong. Like what, what law am I breaking? You know? Right. Unless, unless you want to say like jaywalking or blocking traffic, but there's like a a precedent about protests, especially here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Like we can take the streets without a fucking permit. And that doesn't mean we're arrestable at that point, you know, like that's still within our first amendment. Right. Um, and so fuck you if you say get out of the way and for what reason why why do you think like and they just expect people to not know that sort of right. thing okay yeah because they, they got fucking they got got like multiple guns on them they got riot gear on. yeah 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 they're fuck- dude they're, just they're all caked up, and they like they think that like they're just pe- playing war, bro. You guys are fucking like a bunch of rich kids. Yeah. Like you, they cops make like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's like an average salary in Los Angeles. Like they don't even live in LA. Ninety percent of cops don't even live in the city of Los Angeles, and so they're just like playing fucking toy soldiers, bro, in fucking the city. Okay, so what else do you want to tell? I saw Joe. I saw a friend of the show, Jody Sweeten from Full House, getting thrown down. Um, what else has been going on during these protests? Um, they were fucking really brutalizing. You know, well, one the at the protest, like like Jody and a bunch of women were being brutalized by LAPD. And take a step back. They must have thought they were their wives. Exactly. Yeah, Google 40% of cops. Um, and so, like, you got to think about they that we were out there because abortion rights were being stripped away, you know? Right. And so these are women hitting the streets because they, their fucking rights are, are, their human rights are being stripped away from them. So think about what it means when the state sends the police to, like, violently remove women hitting the streets because of their bodily uh, autonomy for for their bodily autonomy you know right and, it, and it's kind of just a, a symbolic of the attack uh, on bodily autonomy and our freedom to to move and our freedom to make decisions you know yeah and so fucking they were like hella brutal with women like in femmes and just like what what why did LAPD need to do that it like that's like um do, do not have first amendment rights and like why is it appropriate in los angeles for lapd to brutalize women on camera and like nothing will happen for me now i have a i have a question that 
is a dumb question, but I want to pose it to you because mm-hmm. it was asked. We got out of jury duty early because there was a protest at the federal building. And somebody said, why are people in L.A. protesting? Because isn't it protected in like here? What would be your answer to that? Where do they where do people want us to protest? Where is an appropriate right. place for us to protest? Do they want us to cross straight line state lines and then get arrested while protesting and then get charged with conspiracy? Right. So you're doing like it a, where you live. Like a federal like a federal uh con- like that's what the feds will do like that or like that unless you're pretty- Kyle Rittenhouse and then you'll be a hero. Oh yeah, yeah. No, seriously, it's <laughs> fucking that's real shit though. Like if fucking leftists go across state lines and fucking like vandalize something or just or just kill a guy with a skateboard. Yeah. Like you're fucked. But yeah, the right, like Kyle and Rittenhouse can go cross. Anyways, my suggestion would never be to anyone to go cross to cross straight state lines, especially in this moment where um, they're arresting people at protests. So they must have thought there would be some sort of domestic terror issue if um, DHS was there, or are they just seeing what I've been posting about that? Well, tell tell me what you've been posting. So the Biden administration in 20, uh, and through the Department of Homeland Security released a memo that classified um, a whole group of left leftist ideologies, including anti-fascism and um, abortion right activists, they declared them, excuse me, classified them as domestic violent extremists. That is in a 2021 DHS memo. That's a Biden admin memo. Um, And so it is of the belief with some people that um instead of protecting our human rights um legislatively um judicially uh the democratic party and the president through the executive branch is targeting uh people that will hit the streets and protest when our rights are stripped away um and so DH, that wasn't the first time DHS had been at a protest in Los Angeles. Right, right, right. They were there recently for something. Yeah. After the leak. After yeah. the leak. And DHS is actually, we didn't talk after that. DHS is the reason why that was such a chaotic night. Like DHS literally started a fucking cop riot in downtown LA yeah. that, first, that first night. Yeah. So... The, there there hasn't been any real clear understanding of why DHS was there that first night. And I believe LAPD when they say, I don't mean, I don't believe LAPD kind of on much, but I believed them when they said that they were not in communication with DHS, like working like fucking security or whatever. Right. I think DHS honestly fucking trailed the protest and was on, um, had their own like mission, you know? So um it should make everyone question it you know i don't i i nothing i'm saying like uh you can uh point to and say that the administration has admitted to all of these things 
but I think it's worth examining like the facts all put together. Yeah, and I and I thought it was interesting. They're clearly uh, like demarcated with DHS like shit, so it's not like they're hiding it necessarily. So it's just right. like a it's right there, and if anybody wants to see it, which is also interesting. And if and if everyone remembers what happened in Portland in 2020 with DHS, you know that was with the vans, like, with the vans, and that so that's what's really fucking sketchy to us about seeing DHS on the ground in Los Angeles is that what happened in Portland. Yeah. And so I would say that fucking uh, it's good that you know of this and all of your listeners know of it. And when um, I get thrown into the back of a van because um, the Fed secret teams are here in Los Angeles during the next uprisings, um, you can point to this audio and say Richie knew it was going to happen. Man, that's horrifying. But I will say... I've been reading a lot of articles. I know that there are like articles from the left, but people like Nathan J. Robinson and people who like are pretty big, like have pretty big followings, and they have linked to People City Council on this stuff. Have you like? Are you the one who's running this? Uh, I mean, like, are you allowed to say that it's you, or like, are you are pretty much like the boots on the yeah. ground for this Twitter account, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I know that this website that is getting tweeted uh, has, uh, let's say, retweeted. It'll probably retweet the show that we're doing right now. I would, yeah. I would guess. Yeah, probably. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I, I think people know, and uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's been great to see. Uh, we're fortunate that the platform has uh, the reach that it has, honestly. I want to talk about um, the sheriff in a second, but I do want to talk about like Roe v. Wade stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just because I, mean, I wanted I know that I'm going to bring this up later, but I just I'm usually heterosexual, but I just want him to remove his shirt and show us that body. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't. I yeah. like tattoos. I just want to see. I just want hey, to see that body. Yeah, I like. I I want to see everyone's tats. You know? Yeah, show me your I'm, tats. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get a new tat. I want to see if there's a, get any motivation. I want to get a matching tat. Yeah. So why is he? Yeah. So why is he so afraid to take his shirt off? I don't know. Oh, it seems. I mean, oh, like we got to promote body positivity with Alex. Like, listen. I know that you're an older man. Dad bods are in. Body positivity. Yeah. No body shaming. You probably are in fairly good shape. Let's yeah. see that bod. Yeah. He's got no neck, though. He's probably, like, a little concerned about... You're going to fuck it up, and now he's never going to show us the bod. You're going to... I don't I don't know if he was going to, uh, but... He definitely I mean, will. How we... messy my place is, I forgot. Whoops, I forgot to put I it I mean, yet. it's fine. Yeah. The I'm peop- just a normal guy. The people on Patreon guy. will be furious. <laughs> um, I. It's my general... Uh, thesis that this happened with the Supreme Court because both parties suck. Yes. And I'm going to do the easy one first, which is that Republicans are bad. Um, Republicans um, are bad. Yeah, that's what from my my analysis, I would say they're bad. They are, from what I understand, from what they say they believe in and what they do, I would say that they're not bad. Good. It's not good. It's It could be better. Um, it seems like a few of these guys lied in their hearings, the the judges. Should anything be done about that? Um, should there be anything done or 
is there anything we can do slash would they ever do anything? Well, the answer to, to would they ever is definitely no. no but... Absolutely not. Nancy Pelosi is currently in Italy with the, 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 Pope, the, the Pope, with the Catholic Church. The big so, guy. Abor abortion rights are currently, you know, being stripped away, and it's kind of a controversial topic within um, the Catholic Church. Lots of Catholics actually don't fucking, they're not on the side of uh, people who support abortion. They're OG hate abortions, I've heard. And so Nancy Pelosi has now taken this historic moment um, when women and, uh, excuse me, all, all people are losing their bodily autonomy. And she's hanging out with the biggest, one of the biggest abortion haters of all time, of all time. Right. The biggest colonizers of all time. Right. So it's cool. That's cool. So, yeah, when you ask about what can be done about the judges, I'm not sure that's on the top of Nancy Pelosi and the Democratic Party's mind. Well, right. Well, fundraising for 2022 yeah. is on their mind. They hope that they um, reinstitute sodomy laws right before 2024. But, like... The you want to know something crazy, though? You want to know something really fucking crazy? Yes. I am helping, have been helping a lawyer um, that is uh, litigating cases in South Carolina, Montana, and Idaho. Wow. About sodomy laws. Before this fucking ruling it has put everything into jeopardy, but basically... You know, sodomy, um, you can't fucking, you can't make sodomy illegal anymore after Lawrence v. Texas. And so, um, but these states, South Carolina, Montana, and Idaho, were still making people that were arrested for sodomy pre-Lawrence v. Texas register with sex offender lists. Register. What year was that case decided? 2011, I think. That's way too recent. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, so one of these guys, he was arrested in 2001 for uh, the cops went into his place and caught him and two other guys in their oh underwear on the couch. And um, They love small government, these Republicans. Yeah, no, it's great. But so... The kid, the um, the attorney that I've been assisting, he had been um, he's in the process of overturning those uh, registries in those states. So basically, they're still making people fucking register, which is like unconstitutional, uh, given that uh, ruling. Because of the Fourteenth Amendment, or because of just like well, yeah, private. well, the Lawrence v. Texas. Uh, through the fifth and the um, the fourteenth is like connected to the fifth amendment, so it can apply to states. Okay, um, it's stupid. The constitution is stupid, and laws are made up. But um, and you can change laws. <laughs> That's also true. Yes, yes, yes. No, but see, you can just change. You can just change. We can change law anytime. No, I, I've seen it happen this week. Yeah, a few like like and like that's a that's a. Um, before this, we were considering the right to an abortion being like a human right, you know? Yeah. And so when you think about um, not only was it an idea of it being a human right, it was like an enshrined constitutional law. The Second Amendment. Oh, it's dumb as fuck. It's law. dumb as fuck. 
but we can't um like i th i know that people think that like the the constitutional amendments are like different from this this um court case right but the 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 opinion that roe was based on was based on an interpretation of the constitution right so right so it, it is the same fucking right as the second amendment you know the the right to an abortion sure yeah yeah, yeah. carried that same right of living in this country right but we we would never fucking think about just fucking repealing the entire second amendment no guns know? have a better pr person they do and it is not the democratic party you want to know i'm gonna rant to you so people that listen also learn something you know have you seen the group rise up for abortion rights no go tell me about it okay it's a long thing okay I yeah thought, i didn't i didn't do that to you i did it because this group has you're gonna see this group some at some point soon okay and it's good that you have this information before seeing them okay so Rise up for abortion rights. You know who Revcom is, right? You know Revcom. What's that? Revcom is uh, an organization called the Revolutionary Communists. They're led by this guy named Bob Avakian. Okay. It's a cult. It's a cult, and it's a fucking homophobic, uh, transphobic cult, ran by an old white guy who doesn't even live in fucking America, named Bob Avakian. Okay. Okay. Bob or so Revcom they they're they've been around forever and it's a known cult but then they make these spin-offs so when fucking trump was around they had um fuck what they had a special group a, a refused fascism they called it and it was an they had orange signs and orange stickers and they would pop up at every fucking protest and and if you didn't know who they were, like the refused fascism signs, you'd be like, oh, okay, like that makes sense. Like yeah, Trump yeah, sucks. Yeah. Well, it's a fucking cult. It's a fucking cult. And other activists don't fuck with them like at all. Like they they try to they come to actions and they try to overtake them. Anyways, Trump's gone. They need a new fucking grift. This group called is now formed called Rise Up for Abortion Rights. And the reason why I'm so fucking upset and why I hate the um, Democratic Party is that um, they they had no plan for the, any of this abortion stuff. So they weren't like organizing protests. Like the Women's March had like one protest, but there wasn't like anyone in the streets like um, really messaging around abortion rights, except for this one group rise up for abortion rights but it's a cult front group for revcom okay but there was no one else out there for a long time and so now um that this is becoming very serious and a lot of people are hitting the streets this fucking uh cult front group is like having hella people show up to their actions oh and it's kind of fucked up also because uh it seems like a lot of like younger women like uh like 20 year olds and teenagers are getting involved with this group and it, it 
And given the fucking guy that run it, runs it, it seems like a fucking predatory operation. And um, and so now people, hella people are hitting the streets and going out in the streets and like be like, this group is one of the main groups having protests because there's like no one else oh, no. on the left doing it. So what do you do to combat that? Just I'm so I don't, just like, t- just to get it to get the word out and yeah, not to fuck with these guys. Much it and like you know the orgs that are ready to step up and do shit. Who like, should they get involved with then? Like who are some like legit places? Um, in Los Angeles, a little different because of the uh, just the like right to abortion here in California. But NYC for abortion, um, they're uh, we've been following them. They're pretty cool. They just had an action yesterday outside the um, the, uh, the Federalist uh, Society was having like a oh, fundraiser in New York City, and they went to disrupt it and they like blocked people from getting in. That was pretty tight. Um, but like, the if you do you know what Jane's Revenge is? I was gonna ask you if that was real. I was. That's written down in my Why list. Why wouldn't it be real? What? Why wouldn't it be real? Because they scream up and down about false flag operations, and it just um, and I read an article being like questioning if whether or not it was real. So I was like, but like, who's questioning it though? Oh, people on the left are like, wait, is this? I know, but like, there's no reason to. Um... So you think it's legit? Yeah, of course. Okay. Why not? What are the reasons? Tell me. Because um, after, like, January 6th, people blamed Antifa, right? And so Antifa, this generalized idea of the left being, like, this, like, black op, like, uh, terrorist or evil terrorist organization. So Jane's Revenge is doing kind of... uh, Fight Club-esque actions to anti-abortion things. So it struck me as it could have been similar. It's that that was so that's what but, I was going to ask. But about. Um, who do you think it, it benefits to pacify um, potentially blowing up fucking abortion or anti-abortion group offices? It it could then lead to um, the general public siding with the courts for doing this because it could paint. No, uh, but like. For the left to make that accusation is weird because we fucking should want anti-abortion offices to get blown up. So who cares if it's an op or not? I don't. You're think saying it's an either op. way. Either way, it gets I the job done. I don't think it's done. an op either way. But, okay. But the the proof that they used was the live, laugh, love thing. Have you ever seen my fucking Antifa flag shirt? No. It's I have a Antifa flag shirt that says live, laugh, love around it. And so when I saw someone fucking graffiti live, laugh, love in like the, the cursive uh, or, or use the font, I was like, oh, shit. Like, it's real. they were like trolling. They oh. were I thought they were trolling. And um, so I thought it was funny. And I was like, well, like, who the fuck cares if it's an op or not? They fucking actually blew up that office. OK, so it's different than like in. Iowa City during 
George the George Floyd stuff when people it looked totally fucking fake when they were like yeah. they wrote like uh you know a cab on like yeah. Yeah. on shit and it's just like you guys like that's not what they would like have the blacks rule thing like, yeah 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 fucking obvious and and like corny and fucking racist but like but like you guys didn't go all the way and blow up yeah <laughs> like, go uh, fucking blow up at a like yo why are you complaining about it and like if you think it's an off then you you fucking go do the real thing then <laughs> So it doesn't. So okay. So just to reiterate, it doesn't matter. To to quote The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, it doesn't matter what you think, as long as they're blowing up abortion clinics. You're like, why would that be anti-abortion? Anti-abortion clinics. Yeah. Why? Why would that be bad? Um, I guess the same reason that it's bad that people did like fake to turn the public. opinion well abortions are popular so no yeah two-thirds of americans are opposed to what they did right so if they can so so like so so this is a losing issue for republicans it's a losing issue for republicans yeah so the midterms are coming up so fucking election right the election fucking election what are the democrats gonna do fundraise off of this and Fucking... Are they gonna enshrine fucking abortion rights? Like, no, they're fucking done, dude. And like, the Repo- the Democrats are done. Who fucking knows? But who, like, who can trust them to do anything? Is like, sure. I'm I getting. Hope... I'm gonna get to that. Okay, so do you think that the Republican plan is to just use the courts to pass unpopular shit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's like a fucking five decade long plan, right? To do it, and it's like it's been they're fucking fascist, fucking white supremacist, racist, sexist, but they fucking instituted a fucking decades long strategy, and they're and they're fucking reaping the fucking benefit, right? Whooping the Democrats' ass for do- fucking. Okay, so I, as, as when I say whooping their ass, as in like they fucking have have barely ever won the popular election, right? Yet like have wielded so much fucking power, and so it like when I say whooping their ass, that's what I mean. Like as far as strategic, like fuck the Democrats, man. Okay, so I def this is what I want to get into. This is the nut of what I want to get into with you because, right, rep- Republicans, as we established bad i the rest of it is the democrats suck thing okay so i (laughs) i wanted your take on this i watched bill maher i like to hate watch bill maher as you know he blamed bernie bros essentially for this obama ran on codifying row in 2008 abandoned it almost immediately as not a priority he had to go bail out the fucking banks instead what is your reaction to that when somebody says the left is to blame because they didn't um, turn out for Hillary? People are so funny when they blame the left for stuff because, like, the left has the least amount of power yeah. in, in America. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, if, like, why is Bernie Sanders, like, the only good left politician in the past fucking 30 years? Like, they, they act like fucking, there's so much, the left has power, like, as far as like at a fucking federal level, the left has like 
little zero power right zero. right so i don't know what the fuck people talk about when they say that they're just looking for consensus around or like like look like um because fucking the democratic party and like the media can ha- has kind of like conditioned us into the like republican bad uh blue good yes like yeah but republican bad therefore blue good yeah but like you know look what just happened in los angeles with lapd abusing fucking women right for protesting for abortion rights that is in a blue city in a blue state under yeah. a blue presidency yeah like um i don't like really i don't see i there's no validity in the democratic party's argument the public can see through it and um fortunate for us they're gonna fucking double down on their shit continuously and yeah. continue to grow to be unpopular and um you know when the majority of poor and working class and black and brown people uh realize the collective struggle um you know we'll see what happens so it seems like it's a strategy right now for democrats to prop up mega candidates yes that's uh, like what is the, is the strategy that the establishment democrats are going with that they need something bad to happen in order for some like with MAGA candidates. They're, like, this is just a game. It's just a game. It's a fucking joke to these fucking people. It's like talking about this with you is like kind of surreal to me, you know, like thinking about how they're doing all of this. Yeah. It feels fucking intentional. You know, like it does. It, I mean, it is, you know, like it is, but it's like so fucked up that this is happening because they're just fucking, they're, they're getting people killed and shit, you know, like this is fucked up. Right. And, um, like it just, people shouldn't fucking listen to the democratic party. Would you say that they haven't codified it into law just as like, a carrot or do you think that like it's more nefarious or do you think that i'm overthinking it well joe biden wanted to uh fucking reverse roe v wade uh in the 80s and yeah yeah he did and nancy pelosi um campaigned for anti-abortion uh candidate democratic candidates and then nancy pelosi is actually in uh italy with the abortion haters within the uh catholic church uh right now uh, a week after uh roe was overturned and so i'm not entirely sure that it's just like a priority for them i don't think they really care <sighs> it is kind of interesting that the reason that clarence thomas is probably on the supreme court is because joe biden didn't call a second witness to testify in his hearing after Anita Hill. And now it's finally coming back to bite him in the ass. It's really fucking life is weird. And Joe Biden. Has... Yeah, think, uh, how, how, um, how, uh, like just how evil it all is. How do we get them to do 
anything. You it, know, we fucking, we don't do like, we just fucking build our own shit and fuck the Democratic Party, uh, win local races, but um, more importantly, like, uh, as proven over time and time again, like, when you organize in your local communities and your workplace and your household, like those are like real tangible things right in front of you. Um, and uh, can't really, don't see any point in uh, following the Democratic Party's strategy. And uh, they should just win some fucking elections if that's all they care about. I and, thought you were going to say to sing God Bless America. That might help. Yeah. No, dude, when when I'm getting fucking taken off to the fucking camps, like they're putting me on the fucking train, the Demo- like the Democratic Party is going to be singing <laughs> that shit, being like, please, like, protect them in the fucking camps while they're out there. I was thinking Stop. instead of saying defund the police, you guys could just, like, kneel with Kenty cloths on. That that sound like I would just as like a, the worst fucking people of all time, honestly. It's a it's it it's like the choices are pure evil or a betrayal of trust. It, it sucks. Is there any sign of like any sign of hope for just local politics or national for politics? Local po- yeah, let's talk about local politics. Yeah, people want to get. Here's I thing. have I so many other questions. I'm like, all of these are going to bum me out. And yeah, I mean... yeah, that was doomsday right there. But yeah. here we go. Listen, fucking the left whooped everyone's ass in local elections. All right. I was real fucking upset about the Democratic Party a few seconds ago. Yes. But if we talk about the local stuff, people want to. Have I'm voting peace and freedom. Stuff. I'm voting Green Party. I'm all over the map. Fuck yeah. That's fine. Fortunately, in local elections, they're nonpartisan. So it doesn't matter what the party is. Kenneth Mejia, 31-year-old housing activist, fucking whooped 35-year-old, oh, excuse me, not year-old, 35-year career politician, Paul Koretz. Kenneth got like 100,000 more votes than him. It was like 45% to like 25%. You have to get over 50% for it to, to not go to the general um, so they're going to a runoff, but it was an absolute beatdown. But the biggest like win was Unices Hernandez, who uh, beat incumbent Gil Cedillo um, in CD one. And Unices is a is a real ass abolitionist and like um, you know someone that I actually like before this really respected. Like I was like, damn, like. She's a real ass organizer and has gotten shit done at the county level. And so like her win is so much more different than Nithya's. Um, and like, cause um, sure. Uh, Nithya was a nice, good upgrade in city council, but Unisys is like uh she she won't shy from uh saying hi to me oh are you toxic for uh for, for like the, the oh mainstream? yeah okay. i mean oh yeah i'm i'm the head of antifa you know yeah so, yeah you're the bad boy of the left as i call you no the head of antifa 
Yeah, the head of Antifa. And yeah, so uh, that was fucking tight. So and you're then, against fascism. That's cool. I I I respect that. I yeah yeah fuck fuck that's bad. But then uh, in CD11, Aaron Darling beat uh, Tracy Park. They're going to go to a runoff, but uh, the cops spent like five hundred thousand dollars against uh, Aaron Darling, and and uh, they didn't even come in first, like. And Aaron is like, I actually work in the same office as him. Um, and so he's pretty, pretty cool guy. And so for him to, um, for him to win and then for the cops to spend that much money and lose, like that was just, it was really funny to see. And then uh, in CD13, Mitchell Farrell. Uh, my guy, that's my guy yeah, right that, there. That is your guy. He came in second to Ugo. Um and but then combined with Ugo, shout out uh, Josh Androsky. That's his uh, campaign uh, guy. Yeah. Kate, uh, Al, and Ugo combined for like seventy percent of the vote, I think, and uh, like around seventy percent. And so I think Mitch, Mitch is definitely going to have a hard time in the in the general. And then um, pulling for him though. That's my guy. That's my guy right there, Mitch O'Farrell. Uh, he, he sucks, and and like it's he's definitely um, he's definitely scared for sure after seeing like these results. Yeah. Um. I I think all of these uh, incumbents and establishment candidates should be scared. Um. But the and then also for the in the mayoral race, Gina Viola. Yes. Who you voted for. Yeah. No, you don't live in the city anymore, do you? No, I voted for Gina Viola. Oh fuck yeah. I got okay. um or I voted Rick Caruso. I'm playing oh, with you. Fuck, okay. <laughs> so Gina got seven percent of the vote. But that may seem not seem like a lot, but let me tell you why it's impressive. Gina is an abolitionist, ran on an outright defund the police platform ran on uh, an outright anti-criminalization of poverty platform, which is unlike every other uh, candidate, um, Karen Bass included. Yeah. And so... Karen and Bass sold made, out a little bit, huh? Karen Bass is not good, and she won't even comment on LAPD brutalizing women, but she keeps tweeting about how she will like defend women's rights in Los Angeles. It's really, it's been real frustrating for everyone to see. I used to um, really like her, man. Like that sucks. Yeah. So Gina entered on the very last day because Karen Bass um, released her public safety platform like three days before the deadline for mayor and Karen Bass's public safety platform included plans to, that would increase the LAPD budget. And so on the last day, Gina decided to run. Um, she only raised $45,000 um, and she got seven. She, and she was, wasn't was let on the stage on the two biggest debates. And those debates were the only debates that Rick Caruso attended. So Gina and Caruso never shared this uh, same stage, which is like kind of intentional. Yeah. Uh, but she would have fucked them up if she got on stage and like, just imagine if the media gave her like a fair shot, uh, it would have been interesting. And she got 7%, 7%, okay. the same as Kevin DeLeon who fucking raised like $2 million 
and is a sitting council member and was a former state senator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So things are looking up for so places like the knock or places like, like they're really getting like kind of a grassroots like people are figuring out that these people are landlords. It's like these people are kind of fucked up and that if we want a, an actual progressive city that we need to kind of figure out our own candidates and not deal with like these fucks. Yeah. Like everyone, the left, um, ran was, uh, like, uh, an established organizer or like activists. Um, and so it just kind of shows that, that, you know, organize in, in your community, like focal on, focus on local issues. Um, like really understand like the needs of, of people around you. Yeah. And, um, and then like, you know, if, if the time is right, like someone runs for office, like that's how it should be, you know, um, the fucking democratic party, like they tra- it was so funny. I can talk about this now, now that the election's over the, there was this candidate in CD nine um and it seemed like she was like a democratic party plant and uh like yimbys supported her and like super progressive um idpol stuff and um she lost and she had a lot of support from like the democratic establishment like unlike other um a lot of the other candidates huh so so there was a mole Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Pretty much. I mean, but she lost, so it's like. I want to talk about uh, your favorite Democrat in just a second. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> but if, there's a lot of people that listen to this that are not in LA that love hearing from you because it like they don't hear people talk like this where they're from in like Iowa or in other red states maybe that they listen to yeah. stuff like this to actually. Like to hear somebody who's not afraid to talk about it, talk about it openly. Cause even in like LA, you do get in trouble, quote unquote. But it more people are like, yeah, hell yeah, than in like other places. Like, yeah. Also in Iowa, like go blow up some fucking tractors <laughs> and shit. No, seriously. Like, you know, if you're a radical in the Midwest, like go oh fucking blow up um, some of the corporations. Allegedly. Like, Parody. Like, parody well uh, under the first amendment i'm not i'm not telling anyone like to do it right now and i'm not giving them like any specific location so like for like as far as free speech goes the fucking uh government can um hold this one uh the the but, hunk but program does not uh does not is not uh, technically telling you to do this i uh, but i will tell people like to read about cop city in atlanta have you seen that the tell me about it okay all right another long one but it's good that people will hear this yeah so cop city is like forest in atlanta have you ever been to atlanta yeah man i've been to whitewater rapids i've been to old the brave state like what two brave stadiums ago i saw chipper jones yeah i've been oh hell yeah yeah tom glavin steve avery greg maddox yeah there's a lot of forest in atlanta you know that, right? I didn't know there was a lot of forests. In a lot Atlanta. of forests in Atlanta, honestly. Okay. Like, and so the 
police department wanted to build this like giant um facility where they would train for like protests um in the forest and they wanted to like cut down a bunch of trees and like build this fucking facility because people protest in forests no but that's where they wanted to train with their private security or their i mean their private facility um and also like some uh some uh some movie fucking uh production or fucking tyler perry again probably he's connected to it but the so they wanted to build like a production studio there too so it was going to be like a studio and like this cop facility medea goes to cop riot (laughs) seriously (laughs) honestly i'm sure someone has in atlanta has made that joke um like that it really like i'll send you the video of it people have like started to live in the forest to defend it and have been like um engaging in like light gorilla fucking tactics with the cops like with fireworks and shit oh my god please everybody watch return of the jedi learn some of the ewok (laughs) moves yes 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 i'll send you cop city it is kind of like that um oh my god hell yeah You dig a pit, you put leaves over it, they run at you, they fall into the pit. Yeah, that's, I mean, probably, you could do it. I'm for for this. Ewok-style guerrilla warfare. The reason why I bring it up, not only are they engaging with some guerrilla tactics with the cops, they're blowing up the fucking tractors of, like, the uh, companies that come to build on the land. So... Like, not only are they fucking with the cops, they're also fucking with, like, the contractors that, like, contract with the city to build on the land. And since it's, like, in the forest, like, if they want to, if the city, you know, because the people who defend the ruling class and capital, the cops, you know, so when when rich people or the people in power like need something, no, they call they, the cops. Do, they defend and protect us, the citizens, no, the average no. everyday citizen. No. And so the city, they call the cops to fucking go like, you know, go into the woods. But then the cops go into the woods and they got people fucking shooting fireworks and throwing rocks at them. And it's pretty, pretty tight. Mad respect for the people doing that in Atlanta. That's crazy. I like I like hearing about real life Ewoks. That's always fun for me. Yeah. What if no. there's like a step down from like blow up a tractor? What if there's people who are like, I want to kind of dip my toe in. I'm listening to a podcast. Can I organize a <laughs> an action? Yes. Let me graduate to blowing up tractors. <laughs> listen, listen to the March 2020 interview from me and Mike and then listen to this one and be like, oh, things have changed. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. That was when you had your Bernie moment and yeah. I think you got a little bit more radicalized and that's their fucking fault. That's, you know. Okay, yeah. so Richie's favorite Democrat of all Democrats, his name is Alex Vinueva. <laughs> yes. The greatest Democrat. And like I said, I want to, I think that he's, he looks like he's been working out. Like, he looks pretty good. 
um, for his age and stuff. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I like walk straight. You know, he's got don't a bad body hip. shame. I want to see that. He's body. got a bad hip. He just got a bad hip. Okay, well, I mean, that's got nothing to do with me seeing that bod. Yeah, that's true. How are you and Alex doing? Well, he he was running ads against me, like running campaign ads against me. I'm not running for any office, and uh, I'm like technically just like a private citizen. Yeah. And uh, he was running campaign ads against me. Like, well, that is just like not normal for elected officials to do, like to target individual activists. It's kind of weird. Um, And you're not the only one, though, right? He did it with um, the oh, the journalist that exposed his whole thing. Yeah, Elaine um, Chekmedian from the LA Times. Yeah. And then he there's the other, there. her and Cerise. Yes, 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 yeah. Castle. Her, Cerise, Kate Cagle, like they all, everyone that reports on uh, they, him. They intimidate him. And oh. then like the, you know, Vargas family and the Rhea family and, you know, um, family of like um, John Horton, so, so, like Ryan Twyman, um, they face harassment all the time. It's really fucking wild. Um, and so that's just like a, um, like a thing that happens when you, uh, go after LASD, um, they target people and try to intimidate, um, and they retaliate against them. Um, but fortunately I'm not fucking afraid of, uh, all that. So, uh, (laughs) They can they can run all the ads they want. Uh, kind of just shows that I'm in his head and uh, effective. Clearly, if he's just like running ads against me, you're living in his head, uh, rent free, and they hate that the most because the city's run by landlords. Yeah, well, he's the head of the county, so um, the county is ran by rich people, uh, like Rick Caruso. And all the other fucking rich people uh, that live in L.A. And the rich people in L.A. don't want to see poor people living on the streets. And Alex Villanueva promises to um, remove the poor people for the rich people. And so there's a nice fascist connection between them. So I don't know if you saw that he was eating at the Soho house the other day with Spencer Pratt. Did you see that? I saw you. Yeah. Yeah. He was there too. Okay. With Spencer and Heidi Pratt. Um, You got to think about how twisted that is. This dude is the head deputy gang member covering up like um, this organized violent crime group of LASD specifically the banditos in the East LA station where he worked for fucking 20 years um and so he's just chilling at soul house with some rich people while he's got his fucking gun on him like that like we this is fucking fascist shit dude like that people in the, i'm actually the people that in there that that were in there and saw it that weren't working like we're and we're okay with it it's fucking gross man yeah i don't know if you um saw 
like anything about Hollywood, but it's they're all fucking disgusting. Yeah, no, I mean I understand. I do. I get it. I, but like he really is a fucking fascist, and um, he shouldn't like be out in public without uh, getting like screamed at. Like he's a real fucking piece of shit. So if you live in LA and you hear this. This guy's running ads against me. He fucking terrorizes the families of people that LASD kills. And um, he, he, likes the, he likes the spotlight. So he does show up in public. And I think people should just fucking yell at him every time they see him. I want to end on something fun. So um, why does it seem like there's much so much more movement on baseballs this season or am i out of my mind why like what is going on with the spin rate on these balls um like i don't know what they're doing to these kids arms honestly yeah like things like like people are throwing so much harder and like the pitching has um in like gotten better like exponentially over the past decade yeah and so i think like we're just seeing a fucking evolution of fucking dudes that can throw like two seamers and fucking like nasty because what you're really seeing is that like two seamers and sinkers and like cutters you know like the curveballs are still nasty but the dudes that are throwing hard and throwing like two seams and cutters that's when you're seeing the fucking like wild, like hard fucking the wiffle shit. ball shit. Yeah. 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 It's fucking like, you know, I, I throw like the movement that I throw with is, is like above average, but I throw yeah. fucking like 80. Like I don't, I don't, I throw like now I throw like 75. Right. But these guys are throwing a hundred with like the same or nastier movement than yeah. me. And it, it doesn't make sense how the ball can fucking go that fast and move like that. Yeah, it's, there's one that you sent me that is like like the nastiest pitch of the year from the guy from the Yankees. I can't think of his name. But uh, it just – it looks like impossible. Yeah, so yeah. So it's, it's the two seams and like the cutters that – because you like really running the seams. And I want to say shout out to anybody who's followed everything that Richie said so far and still knows what a two seam is. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> really. There's some people raising their hand like I fucking do. Yeah, I follow, follow pitching ninja. Honestly, like that's I think it's entertaining whether you like baseball or not. Like just throwing freak pitches all the time. Where do you want listeners to? What do you want them to find you, or where do you want them to go? You can follow uh, People's City Council on Twitter at PPLS City Council uh, and uh, People's City Council, People Forward um, City Council uh, on Instagram. And I don't have a personal Twitter, unfortunately. Uh, free Richie. Hashtag Free thank Richie. Thank you to Alex. Um, but they can follow me, Richie underscore Serjanko, on Instagram. Yeah. But more importantly, you know, does it you know go blow some shit up but if you don't want to do that if someone does that in your community just support them you don't i'm telling you that you don't have to you don't have to do that and i don't mean support them like be an accomplice but like when 
it gets posted on social media or like when libs fucking try to attack the more radical uh element like don't don't fall for that trap because the democrats are the ones getting people killed yeah, that's Richie Serjenko. I will tag him on Twitter and Instagram. Give him a follow on social media. They say that word of mouth is the best form of advertising. If you liked this show at all, tell people. And thank you for listening. Come see me in Chicago. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. Later.